All right. My squiggles are squiggling. Ah, uh, right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Hey, Ralphie boy, I'm David. <laughs> Jackie Gleason, Aunt Connie. <laughs> yeah, uh, this episode made me think of a TV show I have not thought of in this millennium, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of those, like, weird B broadcast channels that I like to watch. I'm pretty sure there have been ads for the steering Svengoolie. Mm. But, yeah. Very old. Yes, this is Be Cool, not the lackluster sequel to Get Shorty, but the sixth episode of <laughs> Season 3 of Robots in Disguise. Yes, or Season 4, according to YouTube. Well, that's a trivia question. I always fail. It's like, is there a sequel to Get Shorty? No, of course not. <laughs> Why would there be a sequel to Get Shorty? Let's pretend. It's like how you probably don't know there's a sequel to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, it's sort of, kind of. It's got two of the same characters, and, and it goes off in left field. Oh, yeah, this, uh, this first aired May 27th, 2017, and was written by frequent uh, Transformers episode writer Zach Atkinson. Uh, last I, scene here. I think I was aware that Get Shorty writer Elmore Leonard had a book called Be Cool, so that kind of counts. I mean, everybody's in the Elmore Leonard business these days. Yes. There's anyway, sorry. Uh, previously last seen writing, uh, one of our mini-cons is missing. Oh. Also written a bunch of Rescue Bots episodes. I could tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, a whole, and a whole bunch of Cyberverse. And yes, a bunch. Getting, some, getting some references in there. Mm-hmm. And so we open with uh, two of our new Stunticons, Drag Break, Drag Strip, and Wild Break. Uh, Yeah, trying to keep the name straight is a little odd. Uh, Drag Strip is extremely Jackie Gleason, uh, voiced by, of course, uh, Maurice LaMarche, doing a very good Gleason impression. Mm. Okay. And Also coming on from Rescue Bots. And Wild Break, uh, voiced by Dave Wittenberg, who is uh, Kakashi Hataki in Naruto. Kakashi, oh, neat. I don't know who Naruto is. He's the guy with the eye patch over one eye all the time, despite the fact he has two perfectly working eyes. Yeah, Although that I think his other eye like is something he got a transplant end. from somebody else. He's also done like a ton of narration. Yeah. Uh, Naruto. And he's doing a very credible art carny in this, because they are just straight up yes. doing uh... The The Honeymooners. honeymooners. (laughs) Yes. I mean, to be fair, Dragstrip just absolutely looks like G1 Dragstrip, but in Robots in Disguise style. Yeah, it's it's weird that he's just Ralph Cramden, despite looking like Dragstrip, then again... I don't remember Dragstrip's personality from G1 The Stunticons did not... that was tech-spec. The Stunticons did not get a lot of personality. The Stunticons did not get as much personality as the aerial bots did, and that says a lot. No, Motormaster's the leader of a gang. He's a big bully. Uh, one of them's a terrorist. I think that was Dead End. Well, no, Dead End's the one who's super depressed. Yes. Oh, Dead End's the depressed one. Dead End's the nihilist. 
And then Breakdown's like kind the of hyperactive, kind. and he's always making, like, malapropisms. Uh. Dragstrip's the one that's a recognizable vehicle. Yes. Because mm. <laughs> he was the one that was an F1. And who is also Wild hilariously... Break, on the other hand. Oh. Uh, he's also hilariously stolen by Rumble, so they could make him into a Transformer. <laughs> that's the part when Rumble's oh, just yeah. straddling the cockpit and reaching down. <laughs> to steer. And I, I believe the race car driver great. may just be wearing a hard hat. Probably. <laughs> Probably. It was G1. So yeah, Wild Break, on the other hand, is the one who is absolutely the son of Knockout and Breakdown. <laughs> yep. He's just, he's got a car mode, he's navy blue and red, and he's got an orange face, and I kind of feel like... Like, Knockout is a little disappointed in him, but Breakdown is like, yeah, you're my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Knockout is very proud of his vehicle mode, because he does have a very nice car yes. mode. But, but he's dumb as a rock. And yeah, they're just doing the, 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 the Honeymooners hits here. We get a bang zoom. We, we get in a way we go. It's time for some more references that the target audience absolutely will not get. The, the target audience is going to have to ask the grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we barely should not be even get these jokes, to be quite and honest. And also, I think... Yeah. The, like, we we only get them because these jokes were in cartoons when we were kids. Yes. Yes. Uh, reruns of cartoons. <laughs> and yes. We only saw this on Nick at Night. And I think the background mm. music even kind of does like a bit of the Honeymooners theme here. <laughs> Probably. Although, Probably. really, if they want to go for accuracy, uh, the guy who turns into Ralph Cramden should, or the guy who is Ralph Cramden, should turn into a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very good stunticon mode, but yeah, or what, he should. Was was Norton a garbage man? He he worked in the sewers. Oh, so I don't know what he'd turn into. You know, like like Drift was saying in, I think it was the last episode, villains sometimes have strange speech patterns. Yes. <laughs> sometimes they sound like a sitcom from the 50s. <laughs> yes. Sometimes they're doing weird accents. Sometimes they sound like a... Or he, he's a criminal's... I, I had to go back to my notes for that episode. Criminals are often eccentric in their speech patterns. <laughs> That, that continues to be true for this universe specifically. <laughs> yes. Sometimes they have weird accents. Sometimes they're sitcoms from the 50s. So, Which you'd think would be a Junkion thing. Yeah. But we don't have Junkions here. Alas. So. We've already had Junkions in anime. Are there any Junkions in Cyberverse? I don't think so. Yeah. Not that I remember. That seems like I something mean, they should go back like to at some in- point. There's like an entire underground civilization that's just repugnous, but okay. they, they don't have junkions. <laughs> I know, you're like, tell me more. Uh, I mean, multiple repugni, but yes. They're adorable. They're so cute. <laughs> they're sentient, but they're also adorable. Cyberverse is a weird show. Yeah. <laughs> it really does not know what it there there was no vision board it's just it's entirely vibes it's just <laughs> after the first season where they had kind of a storyline after that it's just pure vibes is there a season starting is there a season ending we don't know we're, we're gonna spend five episodes doing a mcguffin mcguffin quest and then we're off to some other thing 
just just vibes. But yeah, I don't think there were any Junkions, though. So back in the scrapyard, Bumblebee, of course, is still missing his Decepticon Hunter, which was stolen by a Minicon several episodes ago. Uh, Fixit is looking for the parts, but he doesn't have them, but he does find his back buffer. Again, unbeknownst to Bumblebee that it was stolen by a Minicon, Bumblebee still thinks he just misplaced it for some reason, even though it entirely makes sense that it has been stolen. And meanwhile, Blur is still acting as Sideswipe's intern as he is running an obstacle course to get him a box of pistons. Why did he think it was a good idea to give Sideswipe an intern? Of course, he, like, he, Sideswipe will do anything to have someone else doing all his work for him. So, of course, that's what he's going to do, is just make Blur do all his work. But at least Blur is cool with it, unlike whenever he Whoa. does this. Like, there was that episode where Strongarm was going out to the car wash, but she didn't want them to know she was going out. So Sideswipe was blackmailing her by having him do all of his work and of course he's gonna do that that's what he does i well well who would be the best to give an intern to anyway uh, <laughs> strong arm I, I mean strong arm is maybe the best but like she's good just going to bore the shit out of blur i mean you can't give it to drift because also drift- she would be annoyed because it's like having a second side swipe yeah you can't give it to Grimlock because he is the intern of the team to begin with. And then Drift already has his uh, his two younglings. And and trying to learn from him would annoy the piss out of Blur. Probably. It's probably for the best that it turns out this is just a temporary assignment. Because yeah. indeed the rescue bots have called and they would like our they would like their Blur back for some reason. <laughs> I mean, maybe they need to rescue some something fast. I, mean, can, I don't know. I can, it's, it's a bit of a shame, considering that Maurice LaMarche is already in this episode. They could have uh, sprung for like a brief cameo as uh, Chief Burns. Ooh, yeah. good point. I mean, even just uh, a you know, voice cameo. Yeah, that would have been nice. As as a, a brief aside going back, I, I was uh, just pulled up the wiki page on Cyberverse, and the first note is, according to showrunner Randolph Erd, the team couldn't come up with a good name for the show, so Hasbro chose Cyberverse since they already had the trademark. And I feel like that's a good oh. summary of Cyberverse. Oof, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. There's an entire arc called The End of the Universe, but it's episodes 14 through 17 in the middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a Cyberverse vibe. No Junkions. No Junkions. So, you know, B sees, you know, how well Sideswipe and Blur are working together, and he's come to the realization that, you know, I'm old now and that I'm no longer cool. <laughs> Oh no! Like I, I feel like we've already had this episode. <laughs> you know, I used to be with it, but then they changed what it is. <laughs> now what I'm with isn't it anymore, and what's it seems weird and scary. Someday it will happen to you too. I've heard there are kids meowing and barking at each other and calling themselves furries. Now I'm going <laughs> to post about it to Facebook. 
based on a true story. Strong arm, what is TikTok? <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I don't get it. I thought I was one of the bots. Is that like Instagram? <laughs> or, or, or is it just the gram now? <laughs> Let me show you my my space. <laughs> oh, Tom, you were my friend till the end. He's on Friendster. <laughs> Listen, is this still on Dig? Can I still get on Dig with two Gs? Oh, I don't even remember that. It was a site. It's called Dig. Yes, I remember it. Anyway, so Fixit has a solution, though. He is, he's found that there is a Decepticon Hunter in one of Windblade's many terrifying weapons caches that, in this case, she's hidden entirely inside of a densely populated city. I mean, uh, I, I... I don't know. I wanted to guess that she put it there before the city was there, but seeing where it's located, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no. And uh, She just was like, maybe someday I'm gonna need to do urban combat. And for once, we are not in Crown City. We are in West Rock. You know, that feels pretty low effort, but on the other hand, a lot of actual town and city things are pretty low effort, so... I kind of wondered if maybe it was a gag with, uh, you know, Cramden and Norton basically being recycled as Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Uh, Uh, Maybe. So, you know, we're in the town of West Rock. (laughs) Wow, that's... Yeah, that's entirely plausible. There's a bunch of guns under a storage shed. Anyway, so so he's he's gonna you know there are a lot of people in the city. I can't take the whole team, so I'm just gonna go with strong arm and blur. Even though you're going home tomorrow, I'm gonna teach you a real cool move that Optimus Prime showed me when I get back, and which Blur clearly thinks is the least cool thing possible. <laughs> also, so there's there's a point when uh, Bumblebee is is talking to Denny about like I don't get it. I thought. I was one of the kids. And and Denny makes some comment about, you know, he, he gives some advice about sometimes you can't be the 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 friend and the the leader, the parent. And I'm thinking, yeah, Denny learned this lesson somewhere late in season one or early in season two, because at the beginning of the series, Denny had absolutely not learned that lesson. No. That was like a previous story arc of his. This is uh, This is why your wife left you, Denny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Denny. I love him. He's so relatable. <laughs> so you know they're so they're driving out there and Bumblebee asks, possibly the worst person possible person to ask, uh, strong arm, am I cool? I'm cool, right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, she tells him that he's cool in his own own special old school way. Which means, no. Also, they are holding up traffic <laughs> here, man. Like, because she tells him that she might have to pull him over for going under the speed limit. And then she's just driving alongside him having this conversation. I'm like, y'all holding up traffic. Come on. Yeah, in a two-lane road. Ah, uh, there being those people. The traffic scenes in this are pretty cool. Yeah. 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 They're, they're well populated with cars and... 
we're some we're not in somewhere that's inexplicably automated for once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a nice change. So it turns out the uh, these things are indeed buried beneath a storage unit, but unfortunately, it's the stunticons who get there first. Mm. They, uh, they they crack it they crack it open. It's empty, but then oh, it's buried beneath the floor. <gasps> dun dun. But then, of course, once they get there, they activate Windblade store or security systems, which freezes him in a block of ice. Mm. Good job. And it's about then that the Autobots get there, and Bumblebee has decided that he's going to be uh, max power here. <laughs> oh no! Tries to arrest him like he thinks he's Don Johnson or something. He might as well just toss his scarf over his shoulder and say, "Well, that's the end of that chapter." No, no, Bumblebee, no. Uh, he's just so smug. <laughs> and so strong arm just calls for backup. It's yeah. mm. like, okay. Hey, uh, is there a problem, officer? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I was frozen today. <laughs> so, you know, Wild Break turns out to have, like, powers of some sort. Oh, yeah, well, he calls it a rumbler later on. I mean, it could just be a weapon, but but yes, he can do some sort of sonic thing. Vibrational sonic thing. Like a mutant power. Yes. So so luckily the uh, Sideswipe, Blur, and Drift get there and then the Sentacons then escape via just blowing up the rest of the cache. Because, mm. you know, weapons caches can be combustible. And Fixit is having trouble staying in radio contact with the team because he's constantly being interviewed by ads for Lusky hair products. Yes! Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> he's getting radio interference, and that radio interference is ads for Lusky hair products. Mm. I guess that we now know the source of the Lusky force. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah that that did come up in Rescue Bots at one point that like Lusky's grandfather or something owned a hair product company. Yes. So good. And and so, of course, him going bald is his greatest shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine so. Well, I think, we, I think we hypothesized that the Lusky hair cream caused that. <laughs> this is entirely possible. <laughs> That's why they have to advertise so much. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Blur actually gets to do some rescue botting, which is nice. He does do some rescue botting. Yep. Puts out the fire. Interesting. At no point in this show does he ever really use, like, violence. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. That is good. Even though his toy does come with a gun. Yes, uh, which is weird. Maybe it shoots foam or something. Maybe. Uh, sure, let's go with that. Shoots some kind of special science stuff. Yes. Ele- electromagnetic pulses. Yes. Something. Foam. Probably foam. They like foam over there on Griffin Rock. And, of course, Grimlock arrives as well in his uh, construction vehicle disguise with Denny in tow. Oh, right. That's why I had a note about him waddling. And at some point, he's, like, making the noises with his mouth. Yes. Uh, I love his crane disguise. And so, you know, the the stuntcons hightail it out of there. And so we end up in a high-speed car chase. Also, there's a point just before they start off on the car chase where Blur and uh, Sideswipe are doing their little, like, 
special fist bumpy handshakey thing, and there's this the most obnoxious music to go with it. <laughs> Just like dancey. He goes, nailed it. They're so obnoxious. I love them. So, so the so the Stoticons get away. Um, and luckily they're on an island and there's only one bridge across. So the, so Strongarm and Grimlock, uh, blockade this bridge, angering many motors in the process. Mm. And then, so they're, they're, so instead Sideswip and Blur are going to, uh, sweep the island block by block. But you know what? That's just not cool enough. Yeah, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Gotta do something more cool than that. So instead, Bumblebee decides they're going to use the they're going to use the drainage tunnels like they're in like they're in uh, you know Terminator Two or something, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yes, but unfortunately, what is not cool is that the tunnels are blocked and uh, that plan totally fails. Also, at some point, he calls them home bots. Yes, which is awkward. Everyone is un unamused. Mm. How do you do, fellow protoforms? <laughs> He's trying. Transformers has just become entirely about embarrassing dads. <laughs> like, by well, yeah. Cyberverse, we're up to something like 50% embarrassing dads for the entire cast. <laughs> I mean, Earthspark is extremely or, yeah, that's embarrassing, I mean. embarrassing dads. Yeah, Earthspark is is just oh. so many, so many embarrassing dads. I mean, the crowning achievement of that is uh, Mr. Malto's David S. Bumblebee suit. <laughs> At least in this, we've just got Denny and Bumblebee and sometimes Optimus, but yeah. It's <laughs> just all embarrassing dads all the time over on Earth Spark. Drift is kind of an embarrassing dad. He is. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. He's kind of a cool dad, but also a little embarrassing. I mean, he's not going to make you embarrassed. He's more going to make you ashamed yeah. for, for failing him. <laughs> for failing him. My students. <laughs> But yeah, Bumblebee is definitely trying too hard. Look, sometimes you just have to accept that you're old, and the kids don't understand your references anymore, and that's just the way it's going to be now. That's just your life now. You're going to occasionally... uh... The day that you refer to something as an old meme is definitely the day that something inside you just blows up and (laughs) dries up and blows away. But some memes that, that are is, very old. That is cringe. It is. It is mid. <laughs> any any meme for Metal Gear Solid. That's old. Just now. the idea that a meme, that the concept of memes is now old enough that some of them can be old, like mm. all your base, which oh, is God. ancient now. Well, well, yes, th- that is that a can... classic meme. Yeah, all, all all your all your base can vote. Yeah, you can rent a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, actually, can it? Oh, shit, it probably can. The Fensler Films G.I. <laughs> Joe stuff is Ugh. super old. I, I think the Fensler Films might be older now than those G.I. <laughs> Joe cartoons were when the Fensler Films were first released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bumblebee just needs to come to terms with, with being old. He just needs to come to terms with being old and stop all the downloading. Yes. Anyway, so they track these Decepticons to a parking garage, but unfortunately, by their powers combined, 
They have merged into drag break, which I think is a little shorter than a drag brunch. <laughs> so the way that this starts is that drag strip turns to wild break and is like, it'll be harder to find if, will be harder to track if there's, or something like that. Basically, he says, if there's fewer of us. And I'm thinking, is he gonna about to try to kill his buddy? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it, it's very weirdly worded, and they sort of crash combine into a shirt pants dude. Yeah, they they sadly do not get to do a full fusion dance. They just crash into each other, and yeah, which, suddenly they are oh, combined. I thought I had them out on my desk. Yeah, Energon style. Yes. I guess I didn't get that toy out at some point. Yeah, it is Energon style. Although, weirdly, yeah. the toy is the reverse. Huh. I totally thought so Dragstrip was going to try to kill him. It's like, that's not cool. <laughs> you just kill your buddy. I, I don't, how would that even work? Are they like Highlanders? I mean, because then there are he doesn't have anyone else like holding him back from escaping. He only has I mean, to I guess. worry about himself. Oh, oh, wow. That, that actually would be an interesting idea of like Highlandering Transformers with Headmasters. But where would you put the extra heads? Well, I don't know that you have a chest cavity or something. You just chop people's heads off and add them to your bodies. Oh, I was thinking the head would just have a bunch of different bodies. Well, that would work, too. <laughs> well, I guess uh, that uh, that uh, Power of the Primes Overlord, he does have like weird little cavities to put extra heads in. Yep. For, I mean, for, like, Master Force reasons, but otherwise it seems totally bizarre. It's just like that, uh, like that, that witch from Return to Oz. Mm. She's gonna put Feruza Balk's head in there. <laughs> I've forgotten a lot about that creepy movie. Oh, it, and that, that and, uh, the Wheelers are tr- violently traumatizing. I have actually not seen it, but it's definitely on Ooh. my list of movies that I really should catch up on. It might be on Disney Plus. It was a I Disney movie. I believe so. Yeah, I think it is on okay. Disney Plus. I've got to go back to that one myself. It is. It is spooky. upsetting. Yeah, I love upsetting things. Oh man! Well, then you will love the it's Wheelers. So Good. much about that movie. And is it? Does it have the Troll King in the end? Or am I thinking of a different one? Uh, yeah, the Gnome King. I think he was a troll in the books. I think. No, definitely. Uh, it's Gnome N-O-M-E. Oh. Oh, oh, it is Gnome King. Weird. Oh. Anyway, so, so yeah, no, they, they they find Drag Break. Bumblebee tries to, like, do a totally sick combo move on him, and then just totally gets smacked by a giant hammer. <laughs> which is the stolen Decepticon Hunter. Yeah. So, you know, B gets knocked through the wall of this. Blur, once again, does some rescuing. And then finally Drift says, Listen, Bumblebee, you are not cool. You will never be cool. (laughs) Be like me. I am not cool. It's fine to be not cool. Ask my tiny sons. They will tell you. I'm not cool. (laughs) Yes. They will confirm that Master Drift is not cool. Oh, and so it, in, at some point in the fight, the, the giant hammer gets smacked into bees nuts. <laughs> yes. So this is an awful lot of like intentional property damage that they're doing to this poor parking garage. Oh yeah, it, it distresses me. 
listen, they're just big urbanists, and they don't believe there should be that many spaces for cars. I, they should put. There should be a park instead. But, but they're cars. <laughs> this is true, but they're cars who never need to park. I guess that's yeah. fair. I mean, I too believe that there should be more space for people and less for parking. But still, that poor parking garage didn't deserve this. <laughs> Because, indeed, they drop the roof of this uh, garage on drag break. Oh, no, but he un- gets super shreddered. Yes. But, unfortunately, just as B is about to grab this disabled hunter, it straight up explodes. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it briefly looks like Bumblebee is deceased, but, of course, this is his show. Instead, he does this super cool thing where he just walks out of these flames carrying <laughs> these Decepticons. Like he's the Terminator. Yes. Or Pat Lee. <laughs> or he's watched too much anime. Maybe he's been watching the anime to try to be cool. So he finally manages to get through to fix it, just in time for the floor to collapse below them. And there's a pretty amusing bit where he's like, uh, yeah, we're in the same position, just uh, lower. <laughs> we're at the same coordinates, just a little lower. That was pretty good. And, and then the Stunticons are straight up escape. But they do not get that big trailer of weapons they were going to steal. So that's something. Mm. Yep. So the Autobots now at least have Windblade's cash. Yeah. So we, we say our goodbye to, goodbyes to Blur, who we will be seeing uh, later in the next season of Rescue Bots. Mm. Sideswipe says, now who's going to change my oil in the mornings? Ew. Which, I don't want to know what that's a metaphor yeah, for. Yeah, I, I don't... I assume it's going to be, like, making my coffee or something. Yeah, uh, but it uh, sounds yeah. more like it involves bodily fluids. Yes. Yeah, it's what it usually is. I am either not okay with it or extremely okay with it. Uh, I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> I'm going to say not okay. Also, I feel like Bumblebee is at least probably cooler than Heatwave, as leaders go. Yeah. Because well, because Heatwave also isn't trying to be cool. Yes, I mean, I guess the thing is that Blur thinks everybody is cool, especially Sideswipe, because none of the other rescue bots are cool. Yes, <laughs> maybe Boulder, kind of, in like a hippie kind of way. Yeah, yeah. and like a chill kind of like hippie kind of way. Like Heatwave, maybe kind of cool in like a Wolverine kind of way. <laughs> yes. Chase is extremely not cool. No. Blades is extremely not cool. <laughs> Blades is a little cringe. It's okay. He's the best. He's the best boy. Blades is occasionally cool, but entirely accidentally. Yes. You know, salvage not cool. High tide not really cool. No. no. Maybe no. in like an old school, I'm an old sailor kind of way. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> not a lot of cool people around. And likewise, the humans, almost to a person, not cool. There are no, there are very few cool people on Griffin Rock. Yeah. That's not really what they're there for. I mean, it's a, it's a super science island, so everybody's a big dork. Yeah, everybody's just super nerdy. It's what they do. It's their thing. Yes. It's what they're about. And so that is the end of the episode, and that is it for Blur on this show. But, uh, you know, I enjoyed this one. I like... I like Bumblebee trying to be cool and extremely being bad at it. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of his whole first season thing with trying to come up with catchphrases and failing miserably. So, 
it's it's always I feel that no cool guy has ever tried to come up with a catchphrase. No. <laughs> and I I liked I like to think that having blur around kept sideswipe from being obnoxious to everyone else. Like they kept it over in their own corner, but the two of them together was just so like these guys guying around broishly. <laughs> Doing their little handshake thing. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was good. Nice to see uh, uh drag what, what the fuck? Break. Wild break. Wild break. It's a uh, it, it feels very much like oh we walk lost a wild rider rights so we have to come up with another name name this I think may have been the only episode of Combiner Wars that I saw back when it was new mm. and I forget whether that was specifically because I was told to watch it because it had what was clearly breakdown a knockout sun or if that was just coincidence that that just happened mm. to be the first one that I got but but he is. Yeah, I, I was already starting to miss a bunch of episodes at this point, but I do remember seeing this one. Yeah, maybe maybe, this, maybe this was just an episode that was like the episode that's always on. Like Could be. Gargoyles and the episode with the pack. Or or whenever I watched Batman, it was always I've got Batman in my basement. Yeah. Mm. Like Which that. is unfortunate. So this was just the episode that was always on. I was... Yeah, I mean, I'm a big... <laughs> I'm also a big advocate of voice actors doing, like, old actor impressions for Decepticons, so I'm all for uh, Cramden and Norton here. Oh, yeah. Well, because it it just reminds us of G1. There was uh, a a post on, like, the local regional wildlife group recently just saying, Mm. like, if you find some kind of wild animal, please actually call a rehabber. And it was like, if you find an injured person, you're not just going to take them to your basement and try to figure out what they eat. And I was like, there was that episode of Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and what happened to those kids? They had uh, the penguin coming in wrecking their stuff. Yeah, so don't be like that. Call a rehabber. Man, I want to be a rehabber. Could have a pet raccoon. (laughs) Oh. No money. Alright, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. No, I got a sore throat this week. I've I've been tired. Okay, then. This does not bring us to David's Tokusatsu Corner, and that because it brings us to the end of the show. (laughs) Yes, a little premature. Yeah, well, our Patreon episode is long. Go go listen to that when it's out. I mean, not like uh, crazy, like twice as long as the thing we're talking about long, but pretty good. No, No, it's it's shorter than the movie we watched, but it's over an hour. David needs to rest his voice now. Yeah. Alright, so... So you can find us... Until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. And we're on Mastodon, and we have a Discord. Yes. Yes. We have a... uh, I am personally running the Retro.Pizza Mastodon server. Uh, Feel free to come over and sign up. Uh, I do have to approve new accounts so that I don't end up as a home for crypto spammers, because that's been a Hmm. big thing the last couple weeks with some of the uh, other big instances with open signups. But I get those approved pretty quick. Uh, we have some pretty cool people. We've got some VTubers there. Uh, we've we got do. some Twitch streamers. Uh, we've Ooh. got some people who just like posting pictures of toys. And we have just everyday people. So even if you're not like 
a big internet celebrity, uh, by all means, uh, if you are interested in Mastodon, uh, check out Retro.Pizza. Yeah, it's a nice neighborhood of, of Mastodon. Yes. Uh, oh, you know, uh, our Discord, we, we, we I stream things, usually tokusatsu stuff, currently in the middle of Metalder, and this week are going to be starting watching Kamen Rider V3! Ooh. Ooh. And also, we, uh, something that we watch Farscape or some stuff on Saturdays, on Sundays, is uh, lately has been Suleta Sunday, because I'm deep in the middle of watching Gundam G-Witch. I need to catch up with that. I'm on, like, episode four, I think, now that it's on YouTube. Oh. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I believe that I've got a link to the Discord over on Mastodon uh, at Iacon Underground, all spelled out at Retro.Pizza. Uh, I will have to double check on that this evening. Uh, our Patreon uh, is at Iacon is Patreon.com slash Iacon Underground, and we just wrapped up an episode on uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So if you want to hear what kind of sounds that I made upon seeing Maskless Modok, uh, you can <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to that. Uh, you can hear Rob explaining who all those Kangs are, uh, and David wishing that this was, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I, at this point, I always wish I was watching a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. So, well, it, it was trying. Like I said, this and the last couple of Thor movies sure are trying. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, that is at patreon.com slash underground, and you can sign up for that for as little as a dollar a month, uh, because our bills are not that high, and I like remaining accessible for people. I don't want to be one of these podcasts that starts with, like, $10 tiers. Oh, uh, yeah. No, just, yeah, there's some of those. I, I mean... I, I feel like one dollar is maybe undercharging, but yet yeah, you give us more if you want. <laughs> we we put a lot of stuff over there, uh, and we have a lot of. I think we have a lot of fun making those episodes anyway. So uh, yeah, that is where you can find us on the interwebs. Uh, I should probably could set up an Instagram or something. I don't know. Uh, I am trying to avoid it's, Twitter for what? Well, we we take pictures of toys. On Instagram? Sure. Oh, I, mean, I mean, I guess that's an idea. But. Screenshots of Transformers episodes. I don't know. It's just the thing that the kids do. Man, I just got an alert that it's about to rain, and I just got my car... just washed my car, like, two hours ago. Anyway. <laughs> we are on the internet. It's fun being on the internet. We are all extremely online. Especially me. <laughs> All right, so join us next time for more Robots in Disguise when we when we confront one of the classic cartoon episode plots. <gasps> Ooh, are they going to shrink? No. Uh, it's also the plot of a classic Star Trek episode. Hmm. Is someone going to suddenly get super horny out of nowhere? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> well, it's also kind of a TNG episode. I see. Uh, okay. Or it's the opposite of an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Ah, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the, no, the not the one with salamanders. I, I looked it up. Uh, the hint. Yeah. Kill us both, Spock. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. <laughs>